Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast, where you can find a new episode released every Thrive Thursday. I am a current clinical psychology graduate student, passionate about all things to do with mental health, relationships, healing, self-reflection, and other topics that influence us in our everyday lives. I created this podcast to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life and to share insightful and honest conversations with everyday individuals and informed professionals. Although the show is not a replacement for therapy, I hope the conversations had can inspire you to look within, to practice self-compassion, to gain more awareness, and to trust the process of your unique journey. If you resonate with the message of Trust and Thrive, make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. You can also stay connected by following me on Instagram at Trust and Thrive. Thank you for being here. Now let's get right into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I hope you're all doing okay right now, Um, wherever you are in the world. Whether or not it's really hot, I hope you're staying cool. Um, It's so hot in LA, which honestly I've been waiting for, but I am pretty excited for fall, fall decor, Halloween stuff. So I am ready to go. I think also something about fall represents like a new chapter. It was always the new school year. And for me, it's actually going to be around the time that I'm almost done with grad school. So I'm looking forward to that. But right now I'm just taking it day by day and wanted to come on here to share some thoughts for another solo episode. I used to really space out the solo episodes and I might do that in the future again. Who knows? (laughs) Things may change, but I just feel like I in many ways feel really connected to this community, especially on Instagram at Trust and Thrive, if you follow me on there. And I get a lot of not necessarily ideas, but I get inspired by the conversations and the back and forth with comments and messages that I get on my Instagram, which then inspires me to talk more about a certain subject or to just record a solo episode. So just to share a little bit about how I've been feeling recently. Honestly, if you've listened to a lot of my solo episodes, it's been the same, a lot of the same, just taking it day by day. It's my last quarter of school. It just started like two weeks ago and I have some senioritis and I'm just trying to be patient and I'm feeling eager. I'm feeling eager and excited to start working full time, to be done with school, to get my hours and then eventually get licensed. But I'm just trying to take it day by day. So I've been feeling a mix of emotions about what my life is going to look like in this transition. And I've been honoring that this has been a very big year with transitions. I just got married this year. I am going to graduate. There is a lot going on that is exciting And with any change also can come feelings of grief. And I also try to acknowledge and validate myself in knowing that with any change, even exciting change, can come feelings of grief, can come feelings of anxiety. I mean, I think with any type of uncertainty, there can be a lot of stress and it can be terrifying and (laughs) also exciting. So I'm just really working on, like I have for a while, embracing the fact that I can feel a mix of emotions. And just because I'm scared and nervous, it does not mean that I'm not excited because I am also excited. 
And even if I wasn't, that's okay too. But I am feeling really hopeful and really excited and terrified. I have no idea what my life is going to look like after, you know, I can have a general idea of what I want it to look like, but I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think there are so many opportunities out in the world that we don't always know exist. It's so funny growing up, I used to think there were like 10 careers and you just chose one of the options that were out there. And as you grow up and you, you know, maybe work in different industries and see that there's so much that goes into every field, there's so much to do, especially now the world has changed since when our parents were our age. There wasn't social media, there wasn't different opportunities that we have now. And so I also recently watched the Barbie movie. I personally loved it, especially as a woman who has felt limited in many ways in my life. I also just thought Ryan Gosling was so funny in it. Like he was such a good Ken. So don't worry, I won't give any spoilers if you haven't seen it yet, but I will just share a general idea of some feelings that came up for me. And it wasn't just related to the movie, but you know, sometimes you're already feeling a certain way and you don't, you may not realize it. You may not understand how you're feeling because you're working and or going to school and doing your day-to-day tasks that maybe it's easier to avoid it and you don't realize it. So seeing the Barbie movie was just a reminder to me to sit with my feelings and brought up feelings that I already had deep down that were there and just needed to be seen. So one thing that just came up for me that I've just been working on in general in my own life has been acknowledging that I can have different identities and parts of myself. And of course, when we think of Barbie, there are so many different versions of Barbie. And I'm realizing I can be all those things. And I'm not saying like career-wise, I don't want to be like, you can, but I don't plan to be like a lawyer and a marine biologist and all of those things. And if that's what you want to do, you do you. I'm thinking of my day-to-day traits, my interests, parts of my personality that I'm realizing, especially with social media and especially when I started seeing clients and as I've been in this program, I used to think that being taken seriously as a therapist, and I'm currently a therapist intern, so there's also that like, I'm a therapist intern, I'm not an associate or licensed yet, but I'm still seeing clients. I used to think that to be taken seriously in the field and by others that I couldn't show other parts of my personality. I'm trying to think of specifics. And of course, I know at the end of the day, to be professional, I know there, especially as a therapist, there are some legal ethical stuff we follow. I totally get that. And I don't mean necessarily with clients because we have to have that boundary. We have to keep that level of professionalism. And we can also show our personalities. And that's something I've been working on not being like a robot, which I don't want to be, and I don't think I am now, thankfully, as a therapist, being able to bring in my humor, being able to bring in my interests. And aside from seeing clients, because that's a whole different ballgame, and that for sure has many more boundaries because of the care we have toward our clients and ethics, but I'm thinking more of like social media and how I show up and just in general with others in the world especially on my Instagram, I thought that I had to be like a very specific way and always be serious or always be one way. And I'm realizing, okay, I can talk about those things that interest me and that I relate to like boundaries and my therapy experience and people pleasing. 
and breaking cycles. And I can talk about how much I love the high school musical movies, how much I love Barbie, how much I enjoy different colors. Like I know it sounds so simple, (laughs) but I think in many ways, women especially, but a lot of us in the world feel limited, but especially women, like I'm going to speak as a cisgender white woman who has a lot of privileges and I'm aware of that. Just from my experience, I have felt like I had to fit certain boxes to be taken seriously and almost overcompensate in certain ways. Like I have to be so serious or I have to be so professional and I can't show a little part of my emotion or humor or personality or I won't be taken seriously. And in reality, this isn't one person telling me this. No one in my life sat me down and said, you can't do this. (laughs) It's just... It's been years and years of messages and what I've seen in media and from people in my life and and experiences and work that I've seen and ways that I've heard other women being talked about. I felt like I need to be a certain way or I won't be taken seriously. Either I'm too mean or I'm too nice or, or I'm rude for setting a boundary or I'm such a pushover or I'm too serious. Like... And like I said, this isn't just about me. This is what I've heard about other people in my life. I've heard about other coworkers, not in my current place, but in the past, I've heard this before and it's exhausting. And this is, like I said, coming from a place of privilege in many ways. And so I imagine someone else who has different layers, a transgender woman of color who is trying to be taken seriously in a position, who is trying to be seen for their talents or for their work that they do. There's a different level of expectation that they have to deal with by other people. And we shouldn't have to, but that's the reality. And so I acknowledge that because to dismiss that is to dismiss, you know, my experience, other people's experience. So something I've been working on, because like I said, I have the privilege of stepping out into this world And I want to say overall feeling safe. As a woman, I don't feel safe in many ways, but I don't have to deal with maybe what certain people in the LGBTQ plus community have to deal with or people of color may have to deal with. My main focus for me has been just being afraid of being a woman. And so, like I said, I have that privilege of feeling safe in many ways. And that's a whole other conversation. But to get into what I'm exploring right now, I am really working on showing up in ways online, especially that one thing that I've really been working on that I've been afraid of is showing my personality online. I thought I had to be one specific way, like, oh, no one's going to take me seriously as a therapist if I talk about my personal interests or if I, and I'm talking about like online, not to my clients, to People online, I thought if I post one thing about the work I do and how I love being a therapist, and then I make another post about bubblegum, girly pop, pink Barbie, they won't take me seriously. And I am working on letting that go because who cares? Like, honestly, I know for me, I love seeing the human side of people, just like literally their interests and what they're into and then their professional side. I am not defined by just the work I do. I am not defined just by my career or my education or 
what I want to pursue. And I'm reminding myself of that because I have felt defined by that for a while. I am so much more than a few letters after my name that I'll have. I'm so much more than the work I do. And yes, of course, the work we do in many ways connects to who we are, especially if we have the privilege to pursue something we are passionate about. And at the same time, I have interests. I have just have parts of myself that I'm working on. I have parts that aren't so great. I have parts of myself that I'm trying to work on that are messy, that are not great, that are fun, that are silly, that are childlike. There are times where I just want to spell the word you with a you. (laughs) I know that sounds so simple, but I really would overthink the tiniest things. Like this is how I used to think. I thought if I made one grammatical mistake, which I have, and I made on a recent post too, and I just corrected it in the caption, I thought if I make one little grammatical mistake, no one's going to take me seriously and my whole world and career will crumble down. (laughs) And this is part of my very, very black or white thinking that I also had as a child growing up. Like I've said, I live with OCD and anxiety, so I've had a lot of these thoughts that have affected me during my school years. I used to think, I remember, oh my gosh, in high school, I never got detention. Like I would avoid it. I would do anything to avoid it. But I remember I got detention. I think like the, I think most of the school, it was like this thing where everyone was getting detention for not wearing the right uniform. And they said like my pants were too stretchy, something weird. It was honestly very weird. I remember crying in myself and thinking like, this is going to go on my permanent record. (laughs) that I have uniform, a uniform that was too stretchy, the material, whatever that means. I remember thinking like my life is over. My career is over. Like this is going to go my permanent record and I'm never going to get hired. I'm never going to get into any school. (laughs) It's, It's so funny to think about, but like I genuinely, the distress that that caused me, the actual distress and anxiety and oh my gosh, like I just want to hug that version of myself. But that kind of thinking obviously continued on into my adult life and affected me as I started working like in different careers and used to think, oh my gosh, this one mistake is means I'm the worst employee in the world. And if I make this one little mistake in an email, then I am the worst. But I am working on that. And I think one thing about like healing and breaking cycles in my own life, whatever that looks like and means to you, is realizing that it doesn't have to be extreme changes. And like I said, I'm only speaking from my experience. It depends what we're talking about, of course. But for my experience, when it comes to breaking this type of cycle and reframing the view I have on mistakes and being complex, for me, I'm not going to just like completely make a 180. I can, but that's not my, (laughs) that's not what works for me. For me, the little things make a huge difference and it makes me feel more encouraged to keep doing it. So for example, because I know I'm being a little vague, I kept up a post and it was like a pretty, (laughs) not big, but it was like, it was a pretty obvious 
grammatical mistake I made. I think I meant to say like the nail salon and I said the male male salon or something in one of my posts and I just kept it up. Someone in one of the comments on TikTok asked me what I meant by that. I said, oh, I meant to say this and I just left it and the past me would freak out would have to like maybe either just not post it again or like redo it completely. And I thought to myself, okay, like this is not the end of the world. This is not the end of the world. You know, I validate that for me when you live with like anxiety and OCD, especially and struggle with black or white thinking. It feels like it. It feels like you are being chased by a lion. It does. And so while it may be like, okay, girl, like get over it kind of thing. I validate myself because that is the emotional and physical experience that I'm having. Even though to anyone else, it's like, you know, people are dying in the world. It's not that big of a deal. You know, like when they're like, Kim, people are dying. The diamond, (laughs) when she lost her diamond. To me, that moment had a real reaction. And so I validate that. And I also am kind to myself and remember, okay. I left it up there. That was a big win for me. That was a big win for me. And that's the thing. If you're not in that, it can seem like, okay, this isn't a big deal. But for me, I, the distress that would, that would have caused me, the way I would have had to delete it. And don't take me wrong. For a minute, I was thinking, oh, that's annoying. How did I miss that? And then I realized, okay, life moves on. People will look at it and move on. Like it's really not, like I said, not to invalidate myself, but to give myself another perspective. Like no one's paying attention to that. And if they do, they'll see it, realize it's a mistake or they'll they'll read your caption or they won't and they'll move on. And so that, it might sound like a very minuscule example, but when you've been a certain way for so long and when you've been like so such a perfectionist about certain things and it like would cause you to stress if it wasn't perfect which nothing is perfect that can feel like the biggest win and so that's one thing and just I'm trying to show up more authentically it's still a work in progress but show up more authentically even online like post that selfie do things not overthink. And of course, I'm aware of what I'm sharing. At the end of the day, I'm a professional in that sense. And so there's like, you know, I'm not going to share certain things. But I also acknowledge that my page is my page. I don't have to only post one thing. Like I can post my interests and things I like and Not everyone will relate or understand and that's okay. And not everyone will like me. Someone may see a post and be like, I don't agree with that or I don't like that or this isn't my vibe. And they they may unfollow and that's okay. I'm trying to show up more authentically and it's a day-to-day process. And it's interesting because it seems like, okay, this is just social media, but it's not for me. Like, yes, I'm posting more stuff but that's a representation to me of how I'm showing up in my everyday life. And I think they intertwine. The more I show up authentically in my everyday life and show different sides of me, not just the professional side, not just the silly side, not just the childlike side, not just the adult-like side, the more I show up like that in my everyday life, 
the more I show up like that online, the more I show up like that online, the more I show up like that in my everyday life and with my clients and with my loved ones. It's part of my people pleasing. I, I could be a chameleon if I wanted to. It's easy to just like read how people are feeling and just adjust to them. And of course I have boundaries and I'm aware of what to share, who to share it with. I think that's obvious. I'm not making like a 180 and being silly with people who are set. You know what I mean? (laughs) In general, I also realize that authenticity has boundaries. Just because I may show up in ways that feel authentic to myself, that can mean that I have boundaries. Maybe with certain people, I don't want to share stuff and I'm more serious and I'm more reserved. And with other people, maybe I'm more comfortable. Like I said, I want to acknowledge the privilege that I have to even talk about authenticity. Not everyone lives in a place where they can show up authentically. It becomes a coping mechanism to hide who we are. Not everyone has the space or the support to do so. So if that is you, or if you're in a space where you feel like you're working on exploring all parts of yourself, because you're more than your career, you're more than the work you do, you're more than what you're talented at, you're so much more than that. And so I'm sending love to everyone, to all of you who may be exploring those different parts of yourself. And maybe you are in some ways reparenting yourself or reminding yourself and understanding that those parts of yourself are all beautiful and all deserve to be seen. Maybe the place you are in right now is not the place to do so. Even if you don't have the space to be seen right now, maybe those parts of you have been invalidated and and you've made to feel shame for certain parts of yourself, I hope you know that you are so loved. I see you. You are so much more than how other people see you. And you are so much more than the boxes that you've been put in by yourself, by by others, by media, by the world, by yourself. You are so much more than those boxes. We are all so complex and we don't have to be limited to one thing. And I'm really really working on that every day. It sounds easier said than done because it's not. The world can be scary and unfair and not let people leave their boxes. Not everyone has a safe space or the privilege to do so. And I hope I can take it day by day. And I, like, like I said, I only can work on myself and share what's coming up for me. And so I'm taking it day by day, trying to show up more authentically especially for those who can't. I'm like, if I have that privilege to do so and I'm still safe, I'm going to do it. Because there are some people who would who would do anything just to step out and be seen as their authentic selves. So thank you for listening. As always, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Trust and Thrive. And if you want to leave a review of the show on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, you can do so. And that would mean that would mean so, so much. So thank you. And so if you want to join me in this challenge, I encourage you to do one thing this week, even if the whole world doesn't see, find one part of yourself that you're proud of, that you want to validate, that you want to acknowledge and tell yourself, I see you. I see you. I see that part of you. Even if other people in the world may not be able to acknowledge that you can. And that's sometimes that's the most we can do. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of your July. I cannot believe it's already August. (laughs) Like what? 
I say that every single episode. I'm like, I can't believe it's already July. I can't believe it's already... Anyway, once again, thank you for being here. I hope you take care of yourself this week. And we will be back with a new episode next Thrive Thursday. 